<sighs> Welcome back to the podcast, my little gnocchies. <laughs> Out. How are y'all doing? How are you doing, Christian? Terribly. I'm very sick. Aww. It's very smoky as well. I'm looking outside my window. I can see about 20 meters and that's it. 20 meters? It's real bad down here. It's very specific. Yeah. 20 meters. I don't even... It's not specific. It's a rounded off That's like 20 of me. Can we start the podcast? Uh, Yes. (laughs) What are we doing today, Yasmin? What, What is it that we're here to do? We are talking about our Spotify wrapped, the thing that no one Ooh. wants to hear about because apparently <laughs> everyone hates seeing other people's Spotify wraps. I hate it. I, I remember of... I put it up on my Instagram last year on my story and I was like, this is so cool. Everyone wants to know. <laughs> and this year I just sat here going, why the fuck did I do that? I'm not doing it this year. I think it's kind of interesting seeing other people's because you can just make fun of them. And that's what we're here to do today. Exactly. Make fun of each other. Yeah. You're definitely going to make fun of me for mine. You're definitely going to make fun of me for mine. Actually. I was preparing my jokes for yours. Oh, I didn't prepare any jokes because I'm just naturally hilarious. (laughs) Okay. Have you got yours out? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Don't call me ma'am ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Don't call me ma'am. That better be your top song. Don't call me angel. (laughs) Alright. Are we skipping the, like, in 2019, your sound changed with the seasons? No way. That's where we're starting. What's yours? What's your little... You got four little guys up? Is that what I'm saying? Yeah, but I don't want to... I can't mention one of them. Why? Because it involves somebody, and I can't talk about it. Wow. So one of them isn't going to be mentioned. Okay, what are the other three? Uh... Well, it's it's just artists, yeah. So who it's, are they? It's Soundgarden, uh, Chili Peppers, and Lana Del Rey. This is January to February. Okay, so that's going to be about January to December, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they're all going to be. Literally. Yeah. See, mine just has a photo of Bob Dylan and a photo of the Beatles. Okay, so yeah. And then a photo of a Bob Dylan album cover. So I think I think we're good. Like, y- go through them. If there's any variation, you let me know. Oh. Then, oh my god, it started playing music. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. What, there's just an image of someone? Yeah, and I don't know who... Like, it's it's not even of someone. Like, it's of two people, but you can't see their faces. I think oh it's Chris god. Cornell. I think. My March to May changed only because my favourite murder, I started listening <laughs> to it, and I binged, like, the whole thing, and then I got sick of it because I listened to, like, a hundred episodes in, like... Yeah, a that's very, exactly very what I did! That's exactly it's so what interesting, I did. I and then you just like get sick of the formula. Yeah, well, I I love it, but then I like just randomly just like fell off, you know, like I just stopped yeah. listening to it, and then I think that's the oh oh sorry, recently, like maybe like a month ago or something, I listened to one episode and I fell asleep listening to it, and I had the worst nightmare ever. Dude, of I had being... to tell you about this mm-hmm. nightmare I had last. I didn't even know it was a nightmare. It was the strangest dream. Okay, go. So anyway. I had. This, yeah, sorry. This is a this is a segue. That, that's a segue. That's how you do a segue. Okay, I'll still do it my way. Let me tell you. <laughs> so I had this dream that there was this movie out mm. in cinemas, mm. and everyone who watched the movie, it was different for every single person. Oh. 
and it was like a life simulator. So like it was almost like a game. Like it simulated your life. Yeah. But like weird shit was happening. So the way my one ended was that someone like ripped my heart out and then I was like shit that's it and then I finished the movie Mm. and there were all these weird ways you could finish the movie and then I woke up Mm. because my mum like barged into my room (laughs) but it was so weird because like my mum walked in and I looked up and I didn't see my mum what like so like for a split second I just saw this person, like, not my mum, because my mum was coming in through the door. Wait, but this is, person, this, like, is this when you are woken up? So I had woken up, right? Yeah. And I had this split second, like, not even a second, like, half a second. I just saw some person, like, reaching over the bed at me, like, Ew. super angry, and then they just disappeared and my mum was there. And I was like, and I was like, mum, what the fuck? <laughs> Yuck. Yeah, that was weird. That's gross. I hate that. Anyway. Anyway. Back to the uh, regularly scheduled Back to March to May. (laughs) Let's get it June to August. It's just Bob Dylan and the Beatles again. Yeah, mine's the exact same. Literally, it's just... I've got the Chili Peppers twice. I'm just gonna... (laughs) (laughs) I'm just gonna... Okay, I'm on page five now where it says one lucky artist was your number one. Okay. Drum roll, please. Wait, I'm not on that. No, wait. Okay. You go first. It's Bob Dylan. Oh my god. Whoa, who would have thought? What? No, yeah, obviously. What's yours? I actually kind of thought yours would be the Beatles, so. I, I've listened to them less this year. I've been listening to more Bob. Right. Just because he's got so many albums. Right. Well, the Beatles, I'm, they all died. I'm pretty sure you can guess mine. Is it Chili Peppers? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it'd be Lana Del Rey, honestly. Yeah, I kind of did too. I get, but I guess Norman, Norman fucking Rockwell didn't come out until like later in the year. Yeah. Like, so you probably won't listen to her then as again, much. I was listening to her in January, according to uh, Spotify. Facts. Oh, well, facts. Okay, top, top artist. <laughs> My top artist is weird because, mm. like, I didn't even listen to one of them th- at all. Really? Were they, like, in a song that you listened to a lot? No, or? it's Vampire Weekend. Ew. And yeah, I <clears throat> like them. Sorry. But I didn't listen to them that much, and I didn't like the new album at all, so... I don't understand why they're there. Vampire Weekend give me PTSD. <laughs> what, to your art school days? No, to... Um, how can I say this in a funny way? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to say it at all, really. Yeah. Who's your two to five? Uh, number two is Lana Del Rey. Nice, nice. Number three is Lady Gaga. Oh. Hell yeah. Um, number four is Soundgarden. And number five is Pearl Jam. Damn, dude. Damn, dude. What's yours? You're like, you're like half dad, half <laughs> teen girl. <laughs> Literally. But oh. mine's like half dad, half teen girl too. Number two is The Beatles. Number three is Vampire Weekend. Number four is Paul McCartney. <laughs> number five is Big Thief. What's Big Th- I don't even know who that is. It's just like a folk band. They're really, they're really good though. So yours is hot. Like yours is like seventy five percent dad. Uh, Mine is like 25, almost half made up of like the same people. Okay, yours is three quarters dad, one quarter indie girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That took. That was really hard for me to work out. <laughs> I heard your. I heard your brain just go. <laughs> 
like it can like my fucking PlayStation when I when I set it up. <laughs> when you put a Blu-ray in. <laughs> Ooh, We're not gonna do the world one. citizen thing, are we? I want to do the world okay. citizen one. My one sucks. Mine I was sucks like, too. I've listened. I've been listening to like so many like Italian artists and Japanese artists and like Brazilian artists, Whoa. and then it just gives me like United Kingdom, The Beatles, <laughs> Mac DeMarco, Canada, this uh, other band from New Zealand, well, Imagine Dragons, the United States. Imagine j- that word is banned. Ah, <laughs> uh, I got Aha from Norway because I listened to Take on Me. Are they from Norway? Yeah, but like oh. these are all in English anyway. It doesn't really like. You just gave me a bunch of English-speaking countries. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's I do weird. know what like, you mean. Rolling Stones, United Kingdom, Lady Gaga, US, The Weeknd, Canada, Tame Impala, <laughs> Australia. Um, Lady Gaga should be in a... When Italy. did I ever listen to Lord? When? <laughs> New Zealand. Lady Gaga, the United States. Cool, yeah, it weird. just rolled It only back. gave me, like, <laughs> white people countries anyway. But literally. This next one. Makes me I work. listen to so much African music too. Like, too. We get it, Christian. It's weird. You're fucking woke. You're musically woke. I am. Um, I hate this next category thing. What the genre fluid? Yeah. What's yours? Um. Mine's really weird. Everyone gets like a really cool thing, and mine just goes in a straight line. Does yours go oh, in so they're all the same? Well, no, they're like, it starts like lower and then gets really high and then goes low again. Like mine is... Yeah, mine does that too. Okay, I don't know. I've seen people's that look cool. <laughs> mine is psychedelic rock, indie pop, pop, rock, and rap. Mine was indie pop, pop rap, indie rock, rock by like a billion yeah, times. Yeah, rock is like else. the highest on my list. And then like folk rock up with it. Whoa. That's yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty lame. Pop rap. Pop rap. What is pop, pop rap? Pop rap. I've been listening to. Is it just popular rap? <laughs> I guess. Know, yeah. So like Post Malone. I don't know. I haven't listened to any Post Malone. Okay, Christian. What songs did you love? Oh, uh, maybe because I listened to Tyler. I guess yeah, he but... counts as pop rap. Yeah. I don't know. Let's Yonkers. go to the next one. Oh, dude. Let me let, guess how many of these top ten are from the same artist. Seven. You're fucking correct. I went, I <laughs> what do I get? What do I get? What do I get? What do I get? <laughs> um. Mm. Wow. Fuck. Bad friend. So, what's your top song? What's like your? What's the song that you loved the most? It's "Forever Young" by Bob Dylan. Aww. He can't relate to that at all. <laughs> <laughs> He's singing it now. I'll tell you what. <laughs> The only songs that weren't Dylan songs in, like, my top was Tired of Being Alone by Al Green, mm. Five know. Years by Bowie, mm. and then Hole of the Moon by Waterboys, which Why is Why are you a just banger. a coming-of-age film in a person? <laughs> but, like, a Bob Dylan coming-of-age film. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Dylan coming-of-age film. Yep. Dude, literally, my top ten like, is just the soundtrack to like that, that film. Like that Springsteen coming-of-age film where it's just yes, Springsteen song where it's, it's Bob Dylan. Yeah. Yeah, very that. I want a movie where everyone forgets that Bob Dylan existed and then I remember all the songs and I try to play them and everyone just goes, you fucking suck! And you just bore everyone to death? <laughs> yeah, everyone just falls asleep <laughs> like my friend when I took him to the Bob Dylan concert. Yeah, you're like... 
Those tickets were fucking expensive. What's that song? And then he came. Knocking on Heaven's Door. I feel like yeah. Bob, I feel like Bob Dylan would be late to his own concert. I feel like that's very him. He's. Uh, I've seen a lot of in the uh, in the Bob Dylan communities online. <laughs> he's been having some banging concerts, in and I feel like mine was okay. But he's been having. He had a lot of really bad ones oh. in like the nineties and early two thousands because he was like a real mad alcoholic. Oh, vibes. And. Uh, <laughs> And um, I remember I was at work and I was talking to a customer about Bob Dylan and he said, <laughs> yeah, he announced this, shush, he announced this like run of 10 shows or something in Sydney. Yep. And the dude was so keen and he bought tickets for all of them. Oh my God. I know. And then he went to the first one and it was so bad. And he was like, I have to do nine more of these. Shit. As if he because wouldn't Bob just. D- Dylan was just drunk the whole time. As if he wouldn't just sell them. I mean, it was the 90s. You can't just hop on the internet and put them on, like, ticket tag. Yeah, you didn't specify that it was the 90s. I said it was... Oh, true, I didn't. Yeah. Fact check me on that. What's Fact your top ten songs? Um... <laughs> Yasmin. Uh, number one is Black Hole Sun by Soundgarden. Dude, I... In year 11, <laughs> I think, my English extension teacher made me analyse that song in the music video. Really? Yeah, and then he made me do Bob Dylan, and that's the reason I got into Bob Dylan. Really? So he was like, do, analyze these two songs, and one of them was like, I oh. Want You by Bob Dylan, and I kind of knew Dylan, and I was already super into like a bunch of other 60s artists, Yeah. but then I was like, wow, this is like the best thing I've ever heard. That's crazy. That's so fucking coming of age of you that your fucking English teacher got you into Bob Dylan. Dude, I was with my friends the other night, Yeah. and they were like, we were talking about like, we are shooting the shit about high school and everything. Yeah. And one of them was like, one of them was like, that English teacher fucking loved you. Because my friends were all in classes where, like, the teachers hated them. Mm. My friends were, like, such shits all the time. Yeah. And then I was like, I was like, man, he probably did really like me a lot. Like, I never, I never thought about it then. It was just for your character development. It was very beneficial that he liked Well, English teachers are the only teachers that actually exist in coming-of-age films. Exactly. No one does other... I want a coming-of-age film about a kid that's, like, super into math. (laughs) Oh, wait. That does exist. It's Good Will Hunting. Oh. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Park the car in the Harvard Yard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Then I've got Alive by Pearl Jam. Wood by Alice in Chains. Black by Pearl Jam, Aeroplane by the Chili Peppers, Sick Love by the Chili Peppers, Scar Tissue by the Chili Peppers, Daddy California by the Chili Peppers. This is this one's weird. Stargirl Interlude, The Weekend and Lana Del Rey. Weird. And Dreams of a Samurai by the Chili Peppers. <laughs> I thought yours would be like, way, like I was like, wow, mine's going to be so bad because it's all Dylan, but then yours was just all Chili Peppers anyway. Yeah. I think this is just... I, um, yeah. Oh, sorry, you go. No, no, no. I was going to say, this is just like the beginning of my year. Yeah, I feel like I binged a bunch of music at one point in the year. Yeah. Because I've been listening to a lot of different stuff recently, but I listened to never like, yeah, these songs just kind of sit up there. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. I feel like um, they really only count at the beginning of the year when I was like super into uh, these but songs. that's probably because you... You went, when you went to the concert and everything, you're probably super into it and you listen yeah, to these I mean, songs I, like all day, every day. Yeah, and then you I kind mean, of like... I still do that. Because a bunch of albums probably came out in the middle of the year and then you listen to those and yeah. you spread off a little bit. Yeah, for sure. 
So Yasmin wants to skip the 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 podcast one because she doesn't <laughs> listen to podcasts. I do, but like, dude, my like favorite murder came f- in number three. For really, me. mine came in number two, and I feel like I listened to that way more than I listened to anything else. What's your number one? Welcome to Night Vale, which I listened to like a couple times to go to sleep because it was like a fun little fantasy thing. Never heard of it. It's good. I'd recommend it. It's funny. Mine are all just like the same thing. Your podcast is on here. Is it? Yeah. My friend said that to me too. It was like your podcast on here. I was like, I missed that podcast. It was actually a good podcast. Why'd you stop? Well, it was just because the other girl who was doing it with me, she... This was, like, her last year of uni. Oh, right. And we got into... She went away, and then she came back, and I was, like... It was term three, and I was, like, hey, are we gonna get back to doing the podcast? And she's, like, I'm only at uni one day a week for, like, an hour, and I live super far away, so... Shit. That's sad. And she works every other day, so we were, like, eh, oh, well. Yeah, like, it was fun while it lasted kind of thing. But I had a good time, which is why I wanted to start this one, because I was, like... I like doing, I like doing... <laughs> I like doing podcasts, so I'm just going to do I as do. many as possible. Literally. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Where are we going? What's next? Um, the oh, new artist's another... thing. The new artist's thing. Mine's number 11. It's talk about talking. You spent 13,171 minutes listening to podcasts oh, this year. I only spent 517. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right, next one. <laughs> This one just says thanks. Thanks for being premium yeah, since 2018. And then it'll tell yeah, I bought it artists. super recently. So when did you go premium? Like the end of 2018. Wow. Because I just had CDs. Fair enough. Did you listen to them on a CD player? Yeah. Cool. Oh, mine just broke. <laughs> <laughs> what? It just stopped. It just went thanks, and then the, the text went away. Yeah. And now just it's just scroll a blank down. screen. Just scroll down. Oh shit. Oh my god. And Oh my god. This is like that time when <laughs> that guy at work got stuck in the elevator because he didn't <laughs> press the elevator button and the door just closed. When was this? Do you... Okay, I'm going to say his name and I'm going <laughs> to... Yeah? <laughs> yeah? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. No, I remember. I remember. I remember. Yeah. Classic. Um, and since we've been together since 2018, why stop there? The 2010s wouldn't have been the same without you. I mean, they, they were. I wasn't there. Wait, I didn't have this. Mine goes straight to, like, here are your new artists. Oh, mine didn't do that. Mine says, this, uh, we spent some serious time together because I had 30,000 minutes this year. What the fuck? Well, 30,700. What about you? How many minutes did you have? Well, I'm trying to find that out. Thanks for being premium since 2017. Moray. No, mine just goes imperfect harmony and it tells me all the new artists I discovered. Oh, I guess you just didn't have enough minutes. (laughs) Where's your new artist? Mine just says the music that defined your decade. What the fuck? Are they changed? This is all different now. What the fuck? What's your, your little thing in the bottom? How many have you got? Mine's got 16. 16 what? Like, you know, the, the little um, number on the bottom left corner? It says, like, something out of something. You scroll up right now. Just scroll up. All right. When it says thanks, just let it go. Like, just don't touch it. What happened? Are you on the... It just says... Are you on the Spotify app? No, I'm on the... It doesn't have a thing on the Spotify app. It's on, like, the little Spotify thing. 
Oh, here's new artists. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you went too fast. In perfect harmony, you discovered 209 new artists this year, but you really vibe with <laughs> Simon and Garfunkel. This <laughs> is <laughs> <laughs> very coming of age. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Um, I discovered 622 new artists. Isn't oh that- my god! How? But apparently, I really vibed with Corey Dane. Shout out to Corey Dane. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? <laughs> he's, he has a really nice voice. I would recommend his song Sugar Street. It's really nice. Do you do you use the Spotify like Discover Weekly and stuff? No, I know him because there's this um model that I follow on Instagram. Her name's Alyssa Miller, and she came out with a song. They have like a duo called Primrose Forever Sanctuary, and they make really nice music. And they have a song together called All In My Head. And um, I loved that song. Very cool. A lot. And he's part of that duo. And he came out with an album, so I listened to it. And it's really cool. nice. He has a very nice dig voice. It. Yeah. I think you'd like it. Send it to me after. I will. See, this is hey. nice. <laughs> this is nice. This is the part that's, that's nice. All right. So now we're done with that part. Yep. That was very confusing. <laughs> And this is, I'm such a, I, I went like full boomer and I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> Scroll up. I am scrolling. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's okay. Um, wait, am um, I, are we talking about our minutes or? Um, yeah. What, what are your minutes? For this year? Yeah. 124,000 and one, wait, 124,168 minutes. Oh my God. I got 30,000. What the fuck? You know why? Why? Because the most of the time, I really only use Spotify briefly for music. I mainly use it for podcasts. Whenever I listen to music, it's because I'm driving or right. I'm studying. And that if I'm studying, I have my turntable right here. And if I'm driving, I use a CD player because my car doesn't have an aux port or a Bluetooth or anything. Right. Yeah, see, yep. this is my main source of music. I listen, yeah. I actually listened to more music last year. Really? What was your last year then? 164,024 minutes. Dude, I thought I was, I was like, man, this is a pretty good, it's pretty good minutes. Thing is, I listen to music to go to sleep though. Like I always. Like you just leave it on overnight? Yeah. So that's probably, Damn. that probably adds up. You know, it was really nice. What? My, my brother was like, oh, look at my most played songs. And my song was in there. And I was like, oh, mm. that's really sweet. Like that's I could, sweet. I could actually cry. <laughs> that's really cute. Alright, the music that defines your decade. <laughs> What's your top song? Of 2016? Oh, mine only has two years. I forgot, I only had Spotify uh, for like two years. Do you want to know my top song of 2016? Yeah, give me all of them. It's Sweet Child of Mine. <laughs> Love it. Yep. I remember there was this one dude in high school, mm-hmm. and whenever we did music, he couldn't play guitar. <laughs> But Me. whenever we did music class, he would immediately, like, grab one of the guitars off the wall and start playing, like, on, like, a little shitty nylon string That's impressive guitar. if he couldn't play guitar. I know. That's, like, but really... But I was, like, I was, like, fuck off. <laughs> that would have been me. Um, ooh, it went down. Why the fuck did it go down? Stop. Go back. Go back. Go back. Um... My top song of 2017 was, when it wants to load, um, 
Dark Necessities by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Never heard it. It's really good. Who are your top artists of those two years? Oh, 2016 was Ariana Grande. <laughs> oh my god, this is news to me. Yeah, I don't know. What did she release? She had an album that came we out We were that talking year. about Ariana Grande, though, and how much we like her the other day. When? I think that was when I saw that post of her with, like, Bernie Sanders, and I was like... Oh, yeah, we were like, good on you. Well, I don't... I used to like her. So, 2016, like, I loved her. Um, she had an album... Uh, I can't remember what it's called. Dangerous Woman. Yeah, that was when Dangerous yeah. Woman came out, and I fucking loved that shit. I, uh, I got a friend, one of my, like, best friends, who's, like, super obsessed with her, mm. and he's, like, quite a good um, artist, like, a sketcher. He's a good sketch artist. Yep. And he had this sketchbook, and every time I went around, he was, like, always, like, he would always practice his drawing, like, drawing her. Yeah. So he just has, like, books just full of pages of drawings of Ariana Grande. And then as soon as she got in, as soon as, like, I'd say, like, the last two years rolled around, and she, like, really blew up, he was just like, no, I don't like her now. That was literally me. I was like, I hate this. (laughs) But I thought she'd always been huge. Like, she'd always been a really... Yeah, she was in, um, Victorious. Yeah, Victorious. Um, what was that? I can't even think of the theme song. Anyway, 2017. <laughs> yeah, what was yours? Yeah, top song was Dark Necessities by the Chili Peppers. Top artist was the Chili Peppers. I didn't even have it 2017. What about 2018? This is really weird. Like, I, I will never understand this one. You go first. <laughs> okay, mine was... One Point Perspective from that new Arctic Monkeys album, which slapped, and no one liked it. I think I, I listened to it. about five minutes of it, and I was like, eh. Why'd I you was just, like, listening to it on repeat, non-stop. I love that record. Fair enough. And then top artist was The Beatles. Right. This is, I, I don't understand, but my top song was Come As You Are. <laughs> By Nirvana? Yeah! <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't remember, like, ever listening to that. What happened to you in 2018? Well, I don't remember ever listening to that. Oh, uh, 2019, my top song was Freddie Young by Bob Dylan, and then my top artist was Bob Dylan. Yeah. People are probably fucking rolling their eyes. People who know me are probably rolling their eyes, like, wow. Like me right now? Who would have thought Christian? Yeah, like you right now. <laughs> yeah. Who would have thought Christian? Christian? Bob Dylan? Pish! As if. Um, yeah, 2019, Black Hole Sun and Chili Peppers. Mm, that's because I only I use Spotify to like listen to songs that I really really like. <laughs> You're like or, selective. Like, like, yeah, I am. Like I'll only listen to albums that I really like, or I'll have like mood. You're like I can't stuff. listen to this, or it'll be on my Spotify Wrapped. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <like> that. <laughs> it's just because like I don't know the way I discover music is by just like is like the I don't know the way I like it because I'm always I work in music so I'm always flicking through stuff and then being like oh that looks cool yeah i buy it i listen to it and i go oh i like this you know what i mean i know what you mean I even just do with that like records and stuff it's the same like i know i just i find i find it hard to sit and listen to a full album with spotify because i have the chance to just change it and go to an artist that i already like Whereas if I buy, so you like, like a record, sit there and discipline yourself and like torture yourself if you no, hate it. No, it just means that if I'm in the car and I put a CD in, I have to listen to the whole CD. Fuck like that. I can't just go to something else. But it's good because like, or if I buy a record and I'm like, I don't know how much I like this. Like I bought this record earlier this year by that I'm I'm sitting in front of all my records now by Sergey Gainsbourg, and I was like, I've never oh listened God. to this thing, but I've Jane heard good things about B. it. Does it have Jane B on I'm, it? No, this uh. is. Just the, him. 
Melody Nelson one. Right. Lame. And I um I was like I wasn't really sure about it, and then I listened to it when I came home, and I think it took me like three or four tries to be like, okay. I'm really into this now. Wow, fuck. And same with a bunch of stuff that listen we've got to, in the work. Listen to his album with Jane Birkin. I will. I really want to get into him. I like his stuff. Yeah. Get into Jane Birkin. She's a fucking bad bitch. Mm. Jane B. I thought I'd be more into Spotify when I paid for it. Not that I'm not. Like, I do use it mainly for podcasts. Like, oh my god, that's crazy because I had um 30,000 minutes and 13,000 of them <laughs> were podcast minutes. That is crazy. That's a lot. Yeah. Compared to you, though, like, I was, I fucking, I feel like I'm wasting my money. <laughs> yeah, get your money, like, that's the thing, get your money's worth, you're paying for it, may as well listen to yeah. all the music you possibly can. I'm satisfied with my service. <laughs> I guess I just, because I use in a lot of different... I'm satisfied with my service. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess it's because even the same with movies, like, I pay for Netflix, but most of what I watch is, like, DVDs and stuff. Yeah. But I feel like the three or four TV shows that I like watching that come on Netflix, like Mindhunter and... Um, Bojack. The only thing I watch on Netflix and Bojack, yeah, that that's worth it already just for those two. Yeah. Like. And then like <laughs> some other nice animated shows that I like, and you know some like movies Big come Mouth. up here and there. <sighs> <laughs> Netflix should have been yearly wrapped, and they can tell me how many people watch Big Mouth so I can fight them in the street. Oh God. God, what a plague on our existence. <laughs> it sounded like you said play, not plague. Let me say that again. What a plague on our existence <laughs> Big Mouth is. Go off, Queen. Literally. Je- you know Jenny Slate's in that show? I know. It pains me. Next thing you know, Shannon Woodward's going to be in that show. <laughs> I hope she is. Danny I'm DeVito's middle-aged daughter is going to be in that show. <laughs> Everyone I love is going to be in that show. All of then what am I supposed to do? All of Christian's lovers are in Big Mouth. My world is coming crashing down on me. Mm. But I, um, ah, you can like Big Mouth if you want. I know a lot of people that like Big Mouth. Christian just hates it. I just despise it with every fiber of my being. I've never hated something so much. Really? I Like a TV series or something? Mm. Definitely. Wow. It's like, it's the same way I feel about like Rick and Morty now. I used to love that show. That's the sad. first two seasons, I was super into it. And then the third season came out and I was like, this show just feels like a parody of itself. But like, it was just, isn't that, oh, sorry, you. no, I was just, isn't that the point? No, but like, it's not even, it, it, the third season felt like they were just doing everything that people make fun of the show for. That's what I was watching. Uh, and I was like, this isn't funny. This is just terrible. See, I could never, I can never get into that shit. But in the same way, I know it's cause they do a lot of improv and they're like, these are, they're probably like, these are the things that are popular. And that season was a lot of these are the things that are popular. Like mm. Pickle Rick. People love that shit. Every time I see someone in a Pickle Rick shirt, I'm like, how does it feel being a virgin? <laughs> I, I, I watched the first season. I have a Rick and Morty shirt. Now I can never wear it. Oh, Christian. Don't wear it. I know. Fucking th- sell it or throw it out. No one's going to buy it. Throw yeah. it out. And that's I'm just so how I feel ashamed. about Big Mouth. It just feels like a, a parody of what people think adult cartoons are. Fair enough. Like, it's a bunch of people sitting around dealing with their issues in really simplified ways. Like, that stupid depression episode with the cat. Nick. But I know you like the show, so I'm not going to shit on okay, it Okay, listen. Much. I like the first season. 
You like Nick Kroll. I like Nick. I was literally about to apologize to Nick Kroll. I was like, Nick Kroll, if you're listening. He's never going to come on the podcast because I just slandered his whole show. Thanks, Christian. Honestly, I Kids wouldn't mind talking now. to someone who I got I know people who like it. I should talk to them and ask them why they like it because I can't see it at all. Okay. We'll do but that. <laughs> at the end of the day, I know people who probably despise Bojack Horseman, so it's like the race war, it. but it's Big Mouth and Bojack Horseman fans. Literally. Ew. I'm going to incite a race war. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> I um I guess it's, like, the same thing with, like, people who, like, Seinfeld and they, like, Friends, like... Ugh. Friends is the fucking worst show ever made. That's how I feel about Big Mouth. You get it now. I get it now. Forget about it. <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> Forget about it. Christian hates Big Mouth. Dude, who's your artist of the decade? <laughs> Surprise! It's the Red Hot Chili Peppers! Whoa! Woo! Let me put some noise. I was gonna put some. I was like, I'll put some chili peppers in post, but then we'll get fucking. Just put Ebony Kitty's going, California. I'm, I'm just gonna fi- find a soundbite of the chili peppers and then remix it. Hell yeah, can you actually? In California. I'll put some in California. 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 Guess who my artist of the decade was? Um. <laughs> Is it Bob Dylan? No, nah, you're wrong. It's the Beatles. Woo! I wanted to say the Beatles, but I was like, but you he listened to a lot of Bob Dylan this year, so I don't know. I know. It, it, it could have been very split. I think it's because when I first got Spotify, I just listened to... I don't know. I don't, I don't listen to as much Beatles as I feel I think I do. The Beatles? Even though they're like... My, the Beatles? The Beatles? Even though I feel like they're my favourite artist, I just... Um, I don't want to ruin them for myself. Yeah. Well, as Kyle Mooney once said... She was a just 17. <laughs> you know what I mean. That's a really good song. Thanks, Kyle Mooney. We've been so lucky to share this time with you. Here's something for you to share with the world or hide. I think most <laughs> people should be hiding this information. Yeah. What's your, um... Where my decade wrapped? What are your top five songs there? Where's the decade wrapped? It's like the last one. Oh, whoops! I skipped ahead. Like... Sorry, I have to. Um... <laughs> <laughs> How does it get to that? It's the last slide. No, it's not. The... My last slide is. Um... We've been so lucky to share this time with you, and it's yeah, just twenty nineteen wrapped. Square on the right. Oh no, it is. You're right. I didn't even realize. It's just... <laughs> okay, you go. Alright, my top five. Beatles, Bob Dylan, Paul McCartney, Vampire Weekend, and the Beach Boys. Fuck you, Brian Wilson. Um, um, top songs was One Point Perspective. She's a Jar by Wilco. I'm surprised Wilco didn't get in my top five. There are a lot of artists that I feel like should have been in my top five, but I listen to them more sparsely. Right. My decade rap and sucks. What's your decade wrapped? It's top artist Chili Peppers, Lady Gaga, Guns N' Roses, Lana Del Rey, and oh, Queen. What? <laughs> what? I mean, Queen definitely, only because of last year, if anything. Well, before last year, before fucking Bohemian Rhapsody came out, and then I couldn't listen. I haven't listened to them since. Because <laughs> we played it in the store all the time? No, not even, just because of Bohemian Rhapsody. 
it kind of nightmare. It was really a terrible time for you. Kind of really put me off. A lot of people off. Put a lot of people on though. I'll tell you what. Yeah, it did. You're welcome, Freddie Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie Mercury. No one even knew who Freddie Mercury was until Rami Malek did it. <laughs> until Rami Malek said, "Hey," no one even knew who Freddie Mercury was. Exactly. Until Rami Malek said, um, I've got it. No, you can't put that in. <laughs> Freddie, you're gay. Freddie, you're gay. That was powerful. That was a powerful moment. It was a powerful moment. I was like, oh my god. Oh my god, he is. How did I not know? Mary, you're the love of my life. She's like, Freddie, you're and then my top songs are all just Chili Pepper songs. Literally every single one of them. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Well. Uh, we, we were like, what did we talk about after that? And then we just didn't even think about it. Yeah, well, like... Uh, We've gone off on some tangents. Let's go back to Big Mouth. Okay. Fucking Big Mouth! I... No. I'm just going to start no. slandering people, but I don't want that to happen. We can't ruin everything Exactly. For us. We already have. This is all we have. This podcast is all we have left, Christian. Oh, my sister just sent me a message. What does it say? I, um, well, they're not very good at English, my sisters. Okay. In high, at least in high school. Only because, not because they, they're bad, because they're, like, dumb. <laughs> they just, they like their other subjects more, and they don't really get English all that well. So I helped them with this exam they had today. And they did way better. And then my sister forgot her glasses. And she can't do with the test without her glasses. Oh, shit. So I, like, had to drive them. And she was like... I was like, when's the test? She's like, it's at 9. And she called me at, like, 8.50. Mm. So I drove to the school and then got her her glasses. And she somehow got them in time. And then she sent me a nice thank you message. What the hell? Best big brother like, ever. Oh, Why are you the best big brother ever, Christian? Yeah, you missed out. You know the fucking vibes. <laughs> big brother vibes. I got mad big brother vibes. I just saw a photo of Robert De Niro. Did I send you that photo of my uncle who looks like Robert De Niro? Uh, no. Over the weekend? No, you didn't. Oh, dude, I gotta send it to you. It's crazy. Okay. I was, like, it was my grandparents' 60th wedding anniversary over the weekend. Yeah. And so it was, like, all of my family, all these Italians... So Man, they don't Italian. shut up about the fact that they're Italian. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Um, did you, like, go up to your uncle that looks like Robert De Niro and you're like, how about another joke, Murray? <laughs> shot him in the face. <laughs> you get what you fucking deserve. I, um, no, because I was, I was taking all the photos for the, for the event. And I was, like, going back through them. I think I, I must have sent you a Snapchat, unless I only sent it to because Wow. Whoops. Whoops, can't say that. Wow. No, nah, I'm pretty sure I sent wow. it to you. Unless I didn't send it to anyone, because I don't know how I snuck a photo of him. Maybe I didn't do that. You know what? Stop with the excuses. I get it. Anyway, I'll send you it's a photo. It's fine. I'm not your top person on Snapchat. That's cool. You definitely are. You're yeah, the only I'm... person I have a streak with, and you're, like, the only person I use it for, other than, like, <laughs> once or twice with other people. Yeah, it's just that's why I can send you photos of me crying. You're like, What's your Snapchat? What's your Snapchat? Because I had to make a new account because I didn't want to keep my old account. Riders on the storm. I can't believe you haven't seen Marriage Story yet. 
Mm, we can't even bitch about it. I have not it. had a second, a single second to care. watch anything in like the last week and a half. And I was like, today, I finally have a day off. I get to watch a movie. And now I don't even know if don't I Don't watch that, Marriage Story. So much other stuff I gotta do. Fuck Marriage Story. I wanna watch The Irishman. So bad. But I wanna watch it with my dad too. But I'm also like, he's gonna fall asleep. Yeah. And you're oh, gonna I'm call so a conflicted. cab. <laughs> and he's having a smoke. And she's taking a drab. Drab. Drag. She is Robert drag. De Niro. That's hot. <laughs> Robert oh, De Niro is the girl in... Song. Huh? Dude, I can't wait to run into the find someone in the street whose number one song was um, Mr. Brightside, Mr. Brightside oh. so I can just ask them, are you okay? Actually, you know what? That's probably the most fun person, is whoever's number one song was Mr. Brightside, because they spent a decade dancing. This, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you hate it. Sounds like you hate that song. I don't song. hate it. I'm just a bit sick of it, you know? Like, it's, it's really just draining to be in a club and it comes on and you have to act excited. That's why I don't go to clubs. Ooh, I'm Christian. I'm too good for clubs. You know me. I just don't <laughs> like going to clubs. I'm it's Christian, so loud. And I'm too, like, cool and indie and, like, they don't even play Bob Dylan in these clubs, man. What the hell am I supposed to do, like? Do you remember when we I was walking at uni and then I called you and I was with our friend and we called you and then I was like it was like I was like a sniffer dog I was like someone's playing some Bob Dylan and it was like yes. the uni's like club yes. and I was like this is the best day of my life in my head I was like who is our friend <laughs> yeah I don't know I'm just sort of club guy because I like when I go out I like talking to people because it's like it's when I catch up with people and you can't talk to people at clubs and I like dancing don't get me wrong I'm good for a jig but I'll tell you what, like, I don't want to be like, I don't want to have to go up to my someone and be like, hey, and then they're like, what? And you're like, hey, Jesus. And then you get home and man, my room was ringing then. And you get <laughs> home and like your, your voice is just like gone. And you're like, I don't feel like I even had a conversation with anyone. Yeah. But did you have fun? Maybe. Yes. I don't remember. I'd rather just sit in a park and smoke a doobie. Chat. <laughs> Smoke a doobie and chat. You'd rather just like... Cut that part out. Oh my god, do the amount of times we've sat in a park not smoking a doobie? Exactly. Yeah. Because that's more fun. That's what I do with my friends. It's all I did in high school. Sat in a park with some fucking Canadian club and Coke. Coca-Cola. That Canadian club, that was disgusting. When you were like, (laughs) oh, I bought this Canadian club. And I was like, I was so excited. And then it was the unmixed, just like plain alcohol. And I was like, (laughs) Because everyone gave me just bottles of Canadian club for my birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Your friends suck. Do you know who that was? we're all going to listen to this. Who was it? (laughs) Cut that part out. (laughs) Yikes. It's because one time... Last year, I got really dr- I had my first Canadian club and I got so drunk. And then it was like my drink of choice for like a good two months. So everyone's like, she likes Canadian club. That's that's true. I, I find like that I had a similar experience where I really like James Bogues. It's like a type of lager. And my friend was like, that's disgusting. And I was like, this is the first thing I ever got like really drunk of. Right. And he was like, that's very strong. You got drunk of beer. And I was like, no, I got drunk of like 10,000 other things. But that was the only part of it that I remember. Mm. How good's alcohol? Because that was, that was me going away with my friends and I made everyone pizza. Well, 
I didn't make everyone pizza. I set the table and then put a bunch of like Coles pizzas in the in the oven. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were gonna like you got like dough from Coles and then put the. And sauce then my friend made the most backhanded compliment because I set the table real nice, and he was like, "Wow, you should do that as a job." And I was like, "Wow, thanks." <laughs> you should be a waiter. You should be a waiter. You ate. <laughs> um. But did you get the pun? I did. So did SNL. They're calling you right now. <laughs> Dude, I, that, I don't know um, if I should pick up. <laughs> that that Carl Mooney sketch where he rap battles with um, we need Kanye to talk West. about the rap battle with Carl Carl Mooney and Kanye West. Oh. Just the part when he's like, he's like, my rap career was popping off, <laughs> and then he's like, he acts like getting on SNL <laughs> was just the worst his thing life. that ever happened. Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. The worst thing. Yeah, that and he's like crying and he's like, and then it's really hard for me to talk about. <laughs> I got oh, hired. Just on that SNL. part. That uh, that had to be completely like improvised like i uh, kanye must have performed and then walked off stage and carl just no way no way because no kanye just like because that he song, looks like it, that rap genuine shock no but that rap that kanye did is like a legitimate rap in one of his songs yeah that's like one of that's uh, that is but i don't know man i just it was it was not improvised it just seemed improv I feel like to me. Kanye would have punched him in the face. I don't know. I'm I'm 50-50 on that because I feel like Kyle no. could have like film either like <laughs> filmed all the interview parts before or after and done that. No. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it, was... it seems it seems like Yeah, because Kyle is know, really man. good at making you be confused as to whether it was real or not. He is. Yeah. He's he's it's it's he the way he edited the footage together and the interviews and everything and even just him in the moment i was like he i just feel like he didn't even go with any plans like he's just saying stuff like oh my god that was that one of my favorites he's so good the best he's great the best the best yeah i can't talk about how much brings me bad because we're watching it together I know, but I wanted to watch it ages ago when it came out in the cinema. And Christian, and I looked, wanted to watch Brisbane Bear when it came out at the cinema because it I'm looked so exciting. Kid. I was like, "This is the most I didn't even know amazing it came out thing I've seen in a long time." It only played at our local. Yeah, I was going to say, was it at the? Yeah, you guys are all right. <laughs> but I um yeah, Don't and then I bought the Brisbane DVD. Bear. Sorry. <laughs> that that twenty seventeen Christian. Hey guys, you want to go watch Brisbane Bear with me? <laughs> Definitely no one wanted to come with me. I, um... You would have. I would have. And then I, um... I bought it on DVD and my DVD doesn't work. Your DVD player or the Brixby Bear DVD? No, my copy of Brixby Bear on DVD Um, doesn't work. Sent it to Kyle Mooney. (laughs) Kyle, what the fuck? (laughs) Fix it! (laughs) He didn't... Did he write that? Did he direct it? No, he's just in it, right? No, I'm pretty sure he wrote or directed it. One or the other. I think he I'm might have produced it or come up with the story. Fact check. Fact checking now. How do you spell Brigsby? Oh, Andy Samberg produced it, like every single comedy film in Hollywood. Good for him. Andy, Andy Sam. Oh, yeah. It was a screenplay by Carl Mooney and yeah, so Kevin Costello. He wrote it. Story by Carl Mooney. Dude, Mark- he wrote and starred in this movie. Good on him. Mark Hamill's in it. Yeah, that's what I really wanted. That when because I didn't know who Carl was too much back then. Like that's how I learned about him. Dude, was... look at the cinematographer's name. Like his full name, Christian Sprenger. 
trying to be you. He is trying to be me. Oh my god, that is like half of my name. Right? I want to talk about cults. No, we have to be prepared for that. Ah, uh, we do. Can I talk about it briefly? Because I've been doing some research into them. Yeah, go for it. For this film I want to do. Go for it. You know, the one I told you about? Yes. Yeah, because I want to, like, I want to, I don't want to just, like, make, a, like, a, a vanilla cult. Like, I really want to get into the psychology of cults and, like, read a bunch and get some, like, different cult things and stuff and yep. get a really good idea of it. And then, because I feel like the basis of the film, besides the story, has to be, like, a well-fleshed-out cult. Because that's what I really liked about Midsummer, especially. I was, like, the Woo! lore of these guys is, is, is interesting. Like, Ari Aster did a good job. But, you know, putting it together yeah. and making their whole thing make sense. Because even you get, even you as the audience, you get sucked into, like, what they're talking I about. Like, yeah, I kind of get it. I was like... Yeah, you specifically. Yeah. Midsummer movie of I the year. I was super into what they were saying. I was like, this is cool. Literally. Well, uh, they're all white supremacists, so that's cool. <laughs> yeah, that is cool. Ooh. Hey, uh, <laughs> what's, what's, what's that guy? Um, who did Antichrist? Um... Oh, Lars von Trier, yuck. Yeah, when he was like, what did he say about what Hitler that he like that, one that he time? like understands? Oh, he guessed yeah. where Hitler was coming oh, from. Fucking hell. <coughs> and he still makes movies. The house that Jack built, worst movie ever. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like. I hated it. I get why people like it. I don't. But I've not a huge fan of his stuff. Mm. So for me, it's it's just like. Oh, this is just more of what I don't like about his movies. Yeah, but at the I, I same know, time, that's I... what people really like about his movies. Yeah, I... like it's the same with David Lynch. Like watching a very, very David Lynchy film, yeah, I real. would be like, "This is great" because I fucking love his stuff yeah. and I love his Lynchisms. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I think that's what I hated about Marriage Story as well. <laughs> I've never seen one. Of, how do you pronounce his name? Noah Baum. Noah Baumbach. I've Baumbach. I've never seen. One of his movies before, like, I've never seen Francis Ha or anything like that. But the second that Marriage Story started, I was like, I hate this dude's style. I fucking hate it. Yeah, I've never seen any of his stuff either, I don't think. It's fucking, I was just like, I... Maybe I have. I don't even know. I'm... I'm, oh, like, I'm really... I know people, especially people who are into film, are like... Like, even you, you know, you're very into names and... Um, you know, knowing actors' names and directors' names. I'm I'm just not good at that. Right. Uh, I'm just bad with names, full stop. And so is my, my mom. I think I've definitely gotten that off her. Oh, I've seen the... I don't know how to say it. The Goldfinch? The Myrowitz stories. Um, it was on Netflix. Is that one of his movies? Yeah, it was a Netflix film that he wrote and directed. I really liked that. Right. That was good. It had Adam Sandler and Ben Stiller and they played brothers. Okay. And Dustin Hoffman was their dad. It was really good. I liked it. Sounds cool. What else did he make? What, Fantastic Mr. Fox is on his thing. What? Did he write it? Did he help write it, maybe? I mean, besides Roald Dahl. Oh, he was part of the writing team for that film. Is Greta Gerwig Well, it was Wes Anderson movies? and Noah Baumbach. That's cool. No wonder I love that movie so much. Ugh. This is like my own Ma- personal hell. I, um... I heard something recently about... Oh, and he did Life Aquatic as well, that other Wes Anderson yeah, film. Yeah, see, this is... Yeah. Noah Bumbach is such a Wes Anderson writer. That's why I don't like his stuff. <laughs> I, um... I heard something recently about um, Life Aquatic. I haven't watched it yet. 
And then now I'm like, I really can't watch it because I heard something really interesting that it's about, so Mm. Bill Murray plays Steve Zizou. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like an oceanographer. Right. And he's going to exact revenge on this shark that like ate his partner, Esteban Zizou. And it's like a parody and an homage to this guy, Jacques Cousteau, who um, was an oceanographer as well. And he was, like, a naval officer and a conservationist and stuff. But he was also a um, a filmmaker. Right. And he made a lot of movies, especially a lot of, um, a lot of uh, like, documentaries documenting his travels out, on, out in sea, which was, like, something that hadn't been done as much. Mm. So he had one film called The Silent World, which is, like, this documentary where he gets in a submarine and he goes out into the ocean, right? Yep. And so there's a bunch of marine life and stuff and he's filming all, like, the, you know, like, the brutality of um, the animal world and things like that. And that's what the kind of the film kind of parodies. Because Jacques Cousteau was, like, a character as well. Right. This is like, like, he was quite insane. This is interesting. Yeah, I found it really interesting. So now I want to watch this... Um, Documentary first. Yeah, yeah, I want to watch this film and watch some more Jacques Cousteau first. Can I just say that I... But there were other parts... Oh, sorry, you no, go. No, no, you go. This has a, This is a segue. So you go. There was, there was one part in the film that I heard about that I found really horrifying but really funny, but I also understand how it can... Why Wes Anderson chose to parody it. Parody it. Yeah. There's a part where the, the boat kills a baby whale... Shit. And then a bunch of sharks come to eat the carcass of the baby whale. And so the crew of the ship just massacre this bunch of sharks. Just what? This bunch of sharks? What? They just massacre them. What the fuck? (laughs) And then there's another part where they just put... Jacques Cousteau just puts dynamite in a coral reef and blows it up to drive all the fish out so we can see what the fish are. What the hell? But then, I hate it. like, this was very, this was also, like, very early in his sort of ideas of oceanography and things like that and conservationism. conservationism. Yeah. Like, this was him very young and very stupid. Not stupid, but, like, young and, and kind of foolish and foolhardy. Because mm. he would have been about 40 at the time. But then after this point, he kind of spent the rest of his life being very, very much an environmentalist, so I don't want to paint Jacques right. Cousteau as, like, this terrible person, because he did a lot for conservationism as well. Yeah. But I want to learn about him more. Well, there you and go. I don't know too much about him. That's, like, the whole the whole red beanie thing, blue shirt. Right, that, that was his thing. In, that's his look. Fair enough. Feels very Wes Anderson. <laughs> but that's me speaking on, like, a... Like, like a... Like a very basic level knowledge on well, I mean that was a lot I feel like you know a lot well I just want to talk about like back to music hell yeah with your like Spotify wrapped I know that you don't really use Spotify as like maybe just like CDs or whatever like just music in general do you ever have like okay. a particular album that like reflects a particular point of your life Definitely. I was actually like thinking about if we should talk about this yeah. as this topic as well, because I was thinking like, I have albums that are very personal to me mm. and I find them when I listen to the songs, I'm like, wow, this is iconic, but like iconic to me personally and very specific times in my life. Yeah. Well, what about like 
to do with your Spotify wrapped then? Just like keeping on that. Okay, well, what from this year was like very personal. I don't know. I didn't have too much go on this year, really. This wasn't a very eventful year for my family. Or at least for me personally. For you, yeah. yeah, see, I feel like this end part of the year, if the Spotify wrapped was condensed to this end part of the year, mm. it would have been very different. Well, like. Because I, um. Yeah. Because I sort of went back a little bit in my music taste. Like, I was trying to look for a lot of new music this year and get into it, and I kind of went back to a lot of older stuff. Because mm. I wanted to... I found this I found this, this record that I bought called Master's Apprentices by the Master's Apprentices, and they're this Aussie yeah. band from the 60s, and they're, like, very Rolling Stones influenced, but they have a lot of, like, really... They have some nice covers, and they have some really nice, um, like psychedelic vibes to them too and I wanted to find just more artists of that ilk of like artists that almost almost like artists that don't find themselves in the conversation too much right as opposed to like a Jimi Hendrix or a Beatles like I want to I want to listen to a Master's Apprentices or like some early Zoot or like Love psychotic reaction yeah Count Five as well guys like that and I'm like these are very heavily or like even you know there's a great quote from, I think it was Lou Reed or Andy Warhol mm. about the first Velvet Underground album, where they, or maybe even John Cale, but they said that the first album sold 10,000 copies. Yep. On its first run. But everyone who listened to that album started a band. And I want, I like artists like that where I can yeah. pinpoint the, the influence of their album and like where I see its influence in other artists. That's cool. Like, Master's Apprentices is really cool because I listen to it and I see how they were influenced by the Stones, but then how they, in that sort of period, because I think the album came out in 66, Mm. how what they did there really, like, blew up, especially in Australia, for a lot of people. Cool. Yeah. I don't know. Nothing particularly... Like, no albums that were particularly meaningful for me this year. A lot of just exploration of, like big artists and stuff. Like, when I think of very, like, iconic albums to me, I always think back to, like, 2012s, 2013, 2014, like, Indie Christian. Yeah. (laughs) Listening to, like, Two Doll Cinema Club or, like, We Are Scientists because they were, like, the FIFA soundtrack. The FIFA soundtrack? I was playing FIFA. I was playing Halo. I was playing Minecraft. (laughs) And I was rotating between those three, sitting upstairs in my house, it was nice and dark, closed all the windows, playing some Minecraft, playing some FIFA, Sleep Alone by Tudor Cinema Club comes on, I'm having a great time, I'm jamming, talking to my friends, our clan is popping off. Vibe. It was good fun. Those are like the times that music really brings you back to. Nice, that's cute. What about you though? I feel like that question, you asked that question, so you must No, have, not even, I just wanted to know if we're like alike in the way that like, because... I let music influence my, you know, like everything that's happened to me, there's like a song that I've listened to during that time or an album. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's like, like every single year they'll be like, oh, I listened to that album when I was going through this or. Yeah, true. I feel like my, my, my Spotify wrapped was just like not at all reflective of like. Of your year what I, of what I listen to. It's just, like, very reflective of my top, tippity-top favourites. Yeah. What about 
Actually, pull up Spotify now yeah. and just go into the playlist of like your top songs all together. 2019? Of the year. Yeah. Because you... they make a playlist that's just top songs. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The year? Because, yeah, like going yeah. through this, I get a much bigger sense of what I was into. Like, there's a lot of Neil Young in here. Mm. There's some Donovan. There's tons of Weezer. Weezer. <laughs> there's like the La La Land soundtrack. Oh, Good Vibrations is in here. Yeah, because it's a banger. Yeah. Some Leonard Cohen in here, Brian Eno. I tried to make myself uh, feel better by listening to Good Vibrations, like, constantly. The Beach Boys are not, like, I feel like Beach Boys get labelled as, like, a feel-good artist. They make me sad. Those songs are sad, yeah. dude. I was talking to my dad last night, and he was like, oh, we were just segmented. He's like, you should listen to Pet Shop Sounds. I'm like, Dad. <laughs> That's such a sad, tragic album. I was album. like, I, I have listened to Pet Shop Sounds, like... Blah, blah, blah. He, it's just pet sounds. Pet sounds. Okay, ignore that. Um, <laughs> let me do that again because that's going to sound really embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway. He, I mean, it's going to sound more like me going, it's pet sounds. Pet sounds, yeah. Well, and he was like, dude, do you like the Beach Boys? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, do you like the song God Only Knows? And I'm like, yeah, it makes me sad. And he was like, why does it make you sad? I'm like, because it's a sad song. Because it's a sad song, It's sad man. as hell, dude. He's like, no, it's happy. I'm like, it's sad as hell. Brian Wilson was so depressed for, like, so long. That dude had so many problems, like... Yeah, and he just, like, put those problems onto me, listening to those <laughs> to his music. Yeah, and now he's just dumped those problems onto you. This is why you go to watch Love and Mercy. Yeah. Great film. Oh, guess what's in my top songs 2019? <laughs> Don't tell me. What is it? Riders on the Storm. <laughs> Hell yeah. Love it. Yeah, this is... I think this is... Where is oh, my, my mind? My own song's in here. That's such a bitch move. Sorry? My own song is in here. That's cool. I don't even feel like I listened to it. This is a, this is a poor reflection. Criminal by Fiona Apple. Very that. Drown by the Smashing Pumpkins is in here. That was more of a last year thing. <laughs> See, that's how... I don't know what their, their algorithm yeah. is. I'd be interested to find out because I feel like... Sometimes it gets a bit, it gets a bit wrong. Yeah, there's like "Steady as She Goes" by the Saboteurs. Like, I don't think I've ever listened to that song in my life. I couldn't even tell you what it sounds like. Yeah, but maybe you like listen to it all the way through, like one time, maybe. on like a shuffle or something. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And then it came up here because, like, I'm I'm going through mine, and all of these seem like songs I listen to tons. Oh, the Cure is in here. Wow. Ooh, Space Boy. I'm so surprised there's not a lot of Norman fucking Rockwell on here. Yeah, right? But that's because it came out at the end of the year. Mm. I feel like this is really like a... It came out like, like a... When did it come out, actually? Like mid-year? Later in the yeah, year? Definitely not the beginning early, of yeah. the year. Um, yeah, when that album came out, I literally didn't listen to anything else for like two months, right? Yeah. I remember. Yep. I remember that. Because it came out at the perfect time. Yeah, exactly. I did. She released it when I, like, needed it. And I just did not listen to anything else. Mm. Thanks, Lana. I hate my, my Spotify. Like, I make... I have, like, my playlist. Do you have that as well? Just, like, a playlist of all the songs that you like? Sorry? Like, that you, like, physically, like, tap like on, or...? Like, like, just you, like, 
add them to a playlist. Uh, like, I have my, like, top playlist I used of just, to. like, I add everything to it. I used to, um, but it started to get really messy, and then some songs I was sick of, so I just d- ended up deleting it, and I just have, like... Yeah, mine's super messy, too, and there's tons of songs in here that I hate. Yeah. I might delete this playlist. <laughs> like, like, I'm looking at it now, like, there's... I'm, like... Grateful Dead should have been on my top of the year because I listened to them so much yeah. and I'm thinking about it. I only listened to them in the car on the CD and I listened to them on Spotify. Yeah. Like, Same with like Harumi Hasono's, this Japanese guy is amazing, but I like only listen to his CDs. And then there's stuff in here that I'm like, dude. That's, yeah. The Madden Dragons, can we talk about them for a second? <sighs> I know everyone hates them. I'm not going to defend their new music, but I do want to defend their <laughs> first record because Night Visions. Was that's when you talk about albums that were like formative? Mm. This album was formative for me. Fair enough. There are some damn fine tunes in this. Like uh, mainly Tokyo. Tokyo is such a good song. It's such a bop. Like I hate that they're that they like their style changed to what it is now because I was like, I was like their first album. I was like, this is okay, but like there's potential in here. I. Th- you know what I mean? I know what you mean. I wish I could relate, but I don't think I've ever even listened to it. I mean, I'm oh, definitely radioactive sure. radioactive is on that, okay. Demons. Oh, Christian, yeah. no. People like that stuff, though. That was huge. I know, I remember. But, like, yeah, their first album, I liked it. Like, It's Time was a great song. That was such a nice song. Hmm. Like, some nice guitar in it. I don't know. It was good. And then, like, they have these songs now, like, Believer and Thunder that have, like, a billion plays. Ugh. Who the fuck is listening to that? That is not good. Like, everyone. I remember I saw them after Smoke and Mirrors came out. That was the tour I saw them on. Jesus. And I was like, they were great live. They were really, really good live. And also because they only had two albums out. And this, the first album was great. I loved it. And the second album was okay. Hmm. And so I liked all the songs that they played. But, like, I imagine if I saw them now, I would hate it. You got anything left you want to talk about? Or anything on that um, that topic that you just brought up there? Because uh, I feel like I kind of cut it short a little bit. Or no. talked about it from my perspective a lot. No. What's your, what's your music goal for this year? My music... What do you mean? Your goal. Like, like are you just gonna, you're just going to keep on the same path? Are you excited for anything? Is there anything in particular you want to listen to? Um... I think I've, like, changed it up a little bit. I've, like, started listening to really fucking angry girl music. Oh, yeah? Is this because we got into... Because we started talking about uh, Gwen Stefani? <laughs> no, this was before our No Doubt um, thing. Like Our No Doubt phase. Like, <laughs> that's still forever existing. No, this was just before... Um, I, there was one day and I was just really fucking fed up <laughs> with everything that's just happened this year. And I got so mad and I just made, like, a little angry girl playlist with like Veruca Salt and Sonic Youth and there's Lady Gaga on here and like Susie Quadro and Bikini Kill and like fucking... Is that why you posted your story of you buying the Sonic Youth record from work? Huh? When you I think, was that you posted to your story? Yeah, I didn't buy it. I got it for free because I got a bunch of warranties. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's my favorite, well, it's everyone's favorite Sonic Youth album, I guess. Goo. Yeah, that's the only one that people wear on a t-shirt is that album. Yeah. It's good. I fucking love Sonic Youth. Yeah, there's a lot yeah, of, like, Sonic The Youth Runaways Youth. and, um, Seven Year Bitch. You should listen Fiona. to Raincoats. The Raincoats will do. Fiona yeah. Apple. They did a cover of Lola, that King song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's like it's banging. It's way it's better than the Kinks version. I love it way more. Sweet, we'll do. But yeah, there's a lot of just like I just feel like I'm turning twenty two. And so now you got to listen to some Taylor Swift. Huh? You got to listen to some Taylor <laughs> Swift now. No. Yeah, I'm turning twenty two, and I'm just like fucking sick of being sad all the time. So I'm just gonna be angry instead. Nice, nice. Oh, like, Taylor Swift released a Christmas tree song. Listen to Christmas Tree by Lady Gaga. I don't really want to listen to any Christmas music this year, to be honest. Yeah, but Christmas Tree but by Lady Gaga fucking slaps. <laughs> I like subversive Christmas music. Yeah, it's not. It's not what you. It's not what you'd think. Um. Also, I think I'm really turning into my quirky Aunt Lila. Shout out. Your quirky Aunt Lila. Yeah. Tell me more. Um. What does that mean? Her name's Lila. Yeah, what's so quirky about her? Everything. She's like an abstract artist. Whoa, yeah. that's cool as hell. Yeah, she's like the coolest person ever. And she just fucking loves Sonic Youth and R.E.M. and really obscure TV shows and shit. What's that TV show she likes? Um, oh, I wish I could remember the name. It's like some random ass TV show about like a hotel in the, um, in like Michigan or some shit. Fuck, Wait, what's, what's it called? Sorry, Northern Exposure. Remember. She loves Northern Exposure. I've never heard of it. It's good. I'm going to look at it real quick. She's just like my really quirky aunt, and I love her. And she, That's cool. She loves this artist called Juliana Hatfield. And I remember she'd always talk about Juliana Hatfield, and I never really gave a damn until this year. And I started listening to Juliana Hatfield, and I was like, hell yeah. Cool. She's like a, I like that. Yeah. So I think I'm turning into her. And she's like, oh, who else does she love? Jack Kerouac and like Patty Smith and all that jazz. Fucking Patty Smith. Patty Smith. Patty Smith is the best. Charges too much for her tickets. Yeah, they're way too expensive. Definitely not going. This weekend. Which sucks because I would have loved to see her. But... Yeah, that would have been awesome. Yeah. But whatever. Um. Yeah. And then... Any artists you know that are putting out a new record? No. Off the top of your head? No. Well, you just got a Lana Del Rey record, I so did, you're going to have to wait a but while. She's, but she's planning to do another one. I can't remember what it's called. Really? She already like, released the title of it. Um, Shit. She's on a run, I'll tell you she what. She is. Um, and Chili Peppers have been making an album for the past three years now. So Really? Yeah. Dude, I just realized that Cold Chisel released a new album. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, like, the first song is called Getting the Band Back Together. Like, oh, I hate I it. Know. I fucking I, hate I don't it. want to listen to it, but I kind of also do, because I want to know what... Because I, I... Old Cold Chisel isn't bad. It's definitely a good song, good drive music, but... <laughs> I want to... I want to... I want to know. I think Midnight Oil is definitely far superior in terms of, like, great Australian bands. And you know, so is, like, Mental as Anything. Rest in peace. But, like... I don't know why Cold Chisel are very much in the... Co- I know why they're very much in the conversation, because their music is, like, very steeped in Australian culture, but, yeah, they're not great. You know, Peter Garrett came to my school once, and um, he came into my dance class, and we were performing. We had to perform for him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is this the Hunger Games? <laughs> it felt like it. And I remember at one point in the um, routine, we did, like, a turn into a jeté, which is like a split in the air kind of thing, like a jump split. Can you visualize? Yeah. yeah. And at that very point, he claps his hands, 
so loud and just screams, yes! <laughs> and I'll never forget it. Is this when he was premier? Yeah, or? yep. <laughs> yeah, I remember he came to our school too when he was premier, but... That's funny. He vibed. Yeah, he vibed. He vibed with that. (laughs) He vibed with the fucking Jete man. No wonder he quit politics. He was like, this is, he like saw the beauty in art again and he just went back to it. He peaked. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I always find that he got into politics so crazy because like other artists and like famous people that get into politics, you can always kind of see it. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger is definitely like, He's a collected individual, you know what I mean? Sunny Bono. And he's like, a, he's like a big man. Don't get me started. But he's like a, he's like, like Arnold's a big imposing man. Arnold's like I always found. <laughs> and strong. If you look back on like Peter Garrett in like, like in the eighties, mm. he was like a proper like rock star. Like he, he was, he looked insane. But he was, um, he was a Labour politician, yeah. Yeah. Of, of course. course. Yeah, Midnight Oil. Good side. <laughs> good side. Do you remember everything they stood for? Yep. Yep. I don't know. I find that some, some artists get into, like, really lame conservative views. Yeah, like, Morrissey. Like, um, yeah, like Morrissey. Yeah. And, like, who, what's his name from, um, the Sex Pistols of all bands? Who? I, who which one of them's alive still? Not Johnny. Is it Johnny Rodden? Yeah, it's Johnny Rotten, John Linden, and he um he went on the news mm. and was basically he was basically like um complaining about Americans complaining about Donald Trump. Ugh. Like he's the president, you should respect him. Like that is literally everything that the band stands against. Fucking God save the queen. Yeah, literally. What the hell? So crazy. Yuck, look at him though. I know. Because when you look like that, you have to say something to stay relevant. Oh. Dude, I gotta educate you on uh, on Ringo's solo career. It's you know he has the most number ones out of all the four Beatles on Are his own. Are you serious? I'm not even kidding. That's whack. Ringo was huge. He has an album just called Ringo that came out in 1973. His like first couple of albums that came out are not bad. They're actually quite good because he didn't write like any of the songs. Right. It wasn't all like of the good songs garden. were written by like. By, like, John and Paul and George and, like, his friends and stuff. He actually has a really nice album called uh, Buku of Blue. And it's, like, a it's like a folk record that a bunch mm. of other people wrote all the songs for. But he <laughs> performed them. And it's really good. Wow. Those first four Ringo albums, from Sentimental Journey to Goodnight Vienna, are good. Everything else after that, sucks. No. But those first four, they're quite good. They're quite good albums. Wow. I gotta give I some, some props to Ringo where Ringo's where it's due. I remember when my dad used to ask me when I was a kid who my favorite Beatle was. I would always say Ringo. It's nice. No wonder we're friends. Yeah, because I was like, oh, no one likes him, so I'll say Ringo. I feel like Ringo gets away with <laughs> not being liked, but, but he's like the most liked. <laughs> yeah, everyone likes him. It's so true. He's likable. And he's like, yeah, he's ugly. He's like the ugly, likable one, you know. And everyone's like, "Oh, no one likes him because he's like, you know, 
He's the richest drummer in the world with a net worth of 350 million US dollars. Oh my god. All the other good drummers are dead, right? Yeah, literally. He probably just sucked up all their money. (laughs) He was like, Keith Moon. (laughs) (laughs) He made that exact noise. (laughs) That's the noise of all of Keith Moon's money going into his bank account when Keith Moon died. (laughs) Literally. He killed Keith Moon. Conspiracy theories. Can you imagine? I want to let's let we, we got to wrap this up because we just keep talking. Yep. But I wanted to end on a funny note. People should check out how many people Frank Sinatra allegedly had killed because that was a lot of people. What? Yeah, he had so many mafia ties. He's Italian, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Understandable. Frank Sinatra. Someone bought a Frank Sinatra vinyl yesterday, and I was like, why? Frank Sinatra's not bad. He's very good. Yeah, well, it's not something I want to listen to. Frank Sinatra's career is weird. He, like, just, like, stopped. He had a real big slump for a long time, and then, like, completely revived his career. Uh, Yeah. His character is very similar to... Oh, you haven't watched Godfather, so I can't even make that reference. There's a guy in Godfather who's, like... You come to me on the day of my daughter's wedding. Well, in the first film, the, on, at the daughter's wedding, on like the first in the first film, there's um, there's this guy who shows up and he's like a singer, like a singer, like <laughs> in the same style as Frank Sinatra, and he's an Italian American right. guy, and like you know they're like he has the mob ties and the horse's head thing that's related to that, right? Yes, because it's about like getting that guy a role in a movie, and it's sort of like this is how powerful the mafia is, but also like this is what Frank Sinatra was doing. Why was Diane Keaton in The Godfather? She plays Al Pacino's uh, wife. Is she Italian? No. He has, like, Al Pacino at the beginning. He's not part of the mafia. He's, like, he's a soldier. I haven't seen it, Christian. (laughs) I know. Sophia Coppola. Queen. She is. I'm only going to watch The Godfather 3 for Sophia Coppola. It's bad acting. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. <clears throat> well, that Ooh. was fun, wasn't it? I hope everyone enjoyed always. listening to our. Oh my god, Spotify this has always rap. been going for two hours. I know. That's cooked. People are going to be sitting here like, what do you mean the podcast only 45 minutes long? <laughs> yeah. You did it. You, how, how'd you do that? Why did you do that? This is the magic of. Uh, this is movie magic, as they say. This is showbiz, baby. We're. Why did you do that, do that, do that, do that, do that to me? As Lady Gaga would say. That should have been my number one Spotify wrapped. Uh, Stay stupid. Stay no friends. Stay quirky. Always. Woo! I will. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye, Christian. Oh, before we go, my sister got really offended because I told her she looked like Woody Allen. <gasps> she doesn't know what Woody Allen, who Woody Allen is, You're but she really... was wearing... She has, like, the exact same glasses as Woody oh. Allen, and I showed her a photo, and I was like, you look like this guy. You're and she was like, a bad fucking fuck? person. You're the worst. All right, like everything night, I said everybody. about you being a good big brother. Well, You're the worst big brother ever. We'll be here ever. all day. We'll be here all week. Yep. See ya. Bitch. <laughs>